Hello everyone. I'm your host Sharik Javed from German city of Munich and today we have a very nice guest Gina Bell from Chicago USA. Welcome Gina to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure that you um, you are here on the show and the topic here is very interesting. It's about women empowerment and it's it's helping women uh, to find their way of life and especially the moms and he has a wonderful story so can you introduce yourself to our viewers sure i am a mother of six i have four girls and two boys uh ranging in age from 16 to 22 so uh they're a little mm -hmm. bit older and so I work with women's empowerment because it was so important for me to find my sense of empowerment as a mom um, with so many children at home and so many things going in different directions. I had to find my center and reconnect with that sense of self-care and well-being that I think we're all born with. So, yeah, I worked for nonprofits for the past, uh, well, for about 10 years before going out on my own a couple of years ago. And I'm a speaker and an author. And um, my favorite thing is empowering women to reconnect with their magic so they can uh, reconnect with their dreams. Yeah. Yes, that's really interesting and also motivating. As you said, you have six kids uh, and they are grown ups, and you're still very happy with your life, going out, enjoying, and also helping other women. Uh, to find their magic, as you said. So you also mentioned that you worked for the last 10 years with non-profit organizations. So what were you doing with them? And how did they, how was the feeling to work for non-profits? Oh, the feeling of working for non-profits is like nothing else in the world. Um, giving back and helping people to feel empowered is such a what was such a rewarding part of my life and i still continue to work with nonprofits now mm. but uh, i worked for habitat for humanity i think that was my favorite nonprofit um where they help uh, you know low income families to build houses and it it wasn't a handout of any kind um these homeowners uh, pay a mortgage every month and put their own sweat equity into the homes and so it was neat to be able to connect and help a lot of those moms that were going through the program to um, feel empowered to step aside what their normal roles might be and reconnect with themselves. So, yeah, a, a few different nonprofits over about a 10 year, about a decade. Yeah, very cool work. Mm -hmm. I think it's really wonderful. You, you also mentioned about it that it's a wonderful feeling. Uh, when you work for non-profit. So the, the return you're, you're not expecting in money, but it's the feeling when you feel uh, that someone is helped, you get an inner satisfaction, right? So maybe you can also motivate other people how they are doing it. And you have six children, having six children still, still volunteer, volunteering to help so many people, it's wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, they're my inspiration. So they're what keep me motivating other a lot of moms actually women empowerment for sure and a lot of moms out there too yes so you also have a project uh, the tears and tell movement what is that oh the tears and tool movement um that is a women's empowerment project that follows a giant rainbow tool skirt 
to the homes of 52 women in 52 weeks across the United States and in parts of Canada. Mm -hmm. And each woman pairs the rainbow skirt with something black. And that represents her ability to show up from within the darker places in life to reconnect with her color. So every woman who participates in the project mm -hmm. has a different story about how she showed up when things were hard and still connected with her magic. And it's now become this global mm -hmm. celebration because there are uh, Tears and Tool tribes and Tears and Tool trailblazers, which are women who are showing up in different parts of the world, wearing skirts of their own paired with something black and then sharing their stories too. So it keeps growing. It's a beautiful, it's been a beautiful evolution of uh, stories and magic and I'm excited to see where else it continues to, to spread in the world, so. Mm -hmm. that, that's really interesting. Um, can you also tell, uh, tell about um, uh, the definition of woman empowerment for people who are unaware or like? Oh my gosh. My definition of women's empowerment is connecting with the authentic place inside of yourself, you know, that has nothing to do with status or um, certificates or anything that we might, you know, um, uh, receive in life. I believe it's at a, a deeper level where if we can connect with the color that we have as children, you know, that sort of innocent, um, magical feeling that we have when we're small, mm -hmm. if we can bring that color into our adulthood and remember it and remember to play and to explore mm -hmm. and to, I talk about friending your fear. Um, I, I think we just live happier lives. And in my eyes, that's what women's empowerment is. It's being able to be your authentic sense in the world and help self in the world and help others to connect with that part of themselves as well. So every woman I empower, I hope goes out into the world and empowers another woman somewhere. So there's a ripple effect. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful because women represent half of the humans, you know. Uh, so another beautiful thing is that you are being, you are uh, a role model for your children. You said you have six children and you manage them beautifully. Now already they are grown up between 16 and 22. So how was the experience when they were small, you know, uh, and, and how were the, uh, the going to the school and all of this um, managing six kids must be a huge challenge. Yes, I, I think that we, I talk about authentic speed and I think we're gonna talk about that a little bit later, but um, I think so many times in life we are trying to model after what other people are doing. So especially as a young mom, I felt a sort of pressure to be a certain kind of mom or fit in in a certain kind of way. And it took me many years to realize that moms everywhere are, you know, having chaos in their lives and having, mm. you know, a hard time. And when we try to just show up on social media or show up, in the world, you know, as sort of a perfect example of moms, that's really not an accurate description of what's happening in real people's homes. So yeah, there was a lot of chaos with six kids uh, growing up in the same house, but there was also a lot of love and a lot of, you know, creativity. And I think that when we can be more gentle with ourselves, 
okay, so, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so didn't get the grade we thought they were going to, or, you know, uh, blaming or shaming ourselves. If we could just look and say, okay, other moms, other people are going through similar situations like this, and I can still connect with my mm-hmm. creativity and magic from within that space, then we're so much more empowered to go out into the world and share it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's wonderful. So also uh, in the different phases, you know, so uh, when the children are small and they are grown up, so the pace at which um, a mom can carry out her profession, for example, it also varies a bit, you know, and also sometimes it needs need some coaching, you know, mental, sometimes women are really stressed because they are professional engineer or doctor, and then they are unable to carry out their profession, and then they, they feel they are left behind. But of course, there is a bigger responsibility of uh, being a mom also. So, but later on, they can carry, carry out these things also. How do you help these moms? Yeah, I, I think that women are way braver than we realize. And when we can find a balance between home and work or home and dreams or whatever we're focusing on at that point in our lives, um, you know, we have the ability to really pause and find a different way than what we're used to. So I, I, I think, again, it comes back to this whole idea of speed. Um, I have this Ferris mm-hmm. wheel metaphor that I do. I do workshops. It's a Ferris wheel workshop. Mm-hmm. And I talk about how there are Ferris wheels all over the entire world, right? And when we think about them, we think, okay, they're all wheels. They all have these Ferris wheel cars. And what we don't think about is how every Ferris wheel in the world has a Ferris wheel operator. And that Ferris wheel operator is the only one who knows the the speed that wheel should be moving at. And I think that uh, women especially, we all have this sort of internal Ferris wheel operator that knows the speed that we're supposed to be moving at, but we get so caught up in trying to move at other people's speeds that we forget mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we end up stressed out, burned out and not honoring what that authentic speed is. So. When I teach workshops, I tell people, you know, you sometimes you have to take things off of your Ferris wheel and put things on that help you to feel more empowered Mm -hmm. and uh, let you connect with the parts Mm -hmm. of yourself that make you feel the most alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Kamran is saying that I hope you are doing great. Uh, And he's saying in my imagination, world is nothing without women. So I appreciate this topic. It's also helpful for us. And also, I am here for learning. You guys give us very authentic thoughts about women. Uh, thanks, Kamran. And also, I will say the same, that actually I'm also learning uh, with this topic. And what you said just now, uh, we learned that, of course, everyone has their own situation, their own uh, relationship, man and woman. Every, every family has their own relationship uh, also with the kids. So everyone has their own speed. Have to analyze the situation themselves not follow some role models shown in the television or you know the about the perfect moms am i correct absolutely absolutely sometimes my husband will say hey are you moving at your authentic speed when i'm running around crazy trying to get a bunch of things done and i have to pause and say oh my gosh i taught him that yes i i'm 
I'm not moving at my authentic speed. And I, I think so much of the time we look at what other people's speeds are and we try to follow those mm -hmm. speeds, but those people are probably moving at somebody else's speed. And then we all end up moving at yeah. a speed that isn't our own. So I think it's, it's a good visual to think of this idea of a Ferris wheel and how we can slow it down or speed it up uh, in order to, mm -hmm. you know, connect on a deeper level with ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. And then you also talk about this remembering your own color. Can you also elaborate it? Sure. Yeah, that's, um, I think that we're all born with radiant, amazing color. And I think women especially forget what that feels like. So we have this color from the moment that we're born. And then we have this sort of mm -hmm. uh, chaos and darkness and things that happen. And unless you were born in a bubble with a blindfold on, you've had times in your life where you have had struggle. I mean, we all as human beings go through different things. So I think that that vibrant, radiant color that we're born with has the ability to grow through those darker times and then actually push out into the world in a bigger, brighter, more vibrant way if we remember to connect with it, if we slow down long enough. So that's my idea of the mm -hmm. color we're born with. So you're saying that everybody is unique, they have their own uh, qualities. You know, every human being is unique. Every woman, every man is unique. So we, we need to slow down and find our color, you know, and then, you know, our abilities and um, adapt to that, not follow other people blindly. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, so Kamran is asking about, uh, please ask Miss Gina to to tell something, to do a debate about feminism. Feminism, oh my gosh. We're in such a time in our lives right now where feminism, I think that women's empowerment is so important. I think it's uh, in a way been on the back burner for a long time. And I think that what we forget is that there are some really amazing men out there that stand with women trying to go out into the world and change things. And so when I talk about feminism, I always try to bring it back to how we have this partnership, men and women, that can be so strong and so powerful if we just work together. And so mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of my idea on feminism. I'm not super, you know, um, I don't know, strict or rigid about things. I think that it's important mm -hmm. to remember that there are people that are working really hard to help women uh, go a little bit more into the spotlight and share their gifts with the world at this point in history. Mm, yes, I think that's a wonderful message you, you gave. Everybody is unique and Kamran is also saying that we should never compare ourselves with others because everyone is unique and special. Yes. And that's what we do. It's a comparing uh, game a lot of the time. We just, we, as humans, can't help it sometimes to, you know, look at others and think, oh my gosh. But again, it comes back to that speed and remembering that that person's could very possibly be following the speed of somebody else too. So honoring your own is one of the best gifts I think you can give yourself. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. these questions mm -hmm. that people Wonderful. are asking. So, yeah. <laughs> Yes. 
for the people who joined now so we have uh, Gina Bell from Chicago USA and uh, yes and uh, she's a mom of six and uh, she has a wonderful uh, experience of helping others from the last 10 years she has been doing a lot of volunteer work with non-profit organizations and it's wonderful that you're helping others working with non-profits mean means you're not getting money out of it but you're getting a special kind of reward of satisfaction inner feeling that you have you are being able to help someone that's beautiful and other thing is that uh, she has a special movement also tears and toll movement maybe tell something about this again that what are you doing and trying to achieve with this movement and how it's helping women sure um if you go back to the sort of backstory on this I wore a rainbow tulle skirt during a photo shoot and I paired it with a black tank top. And while I was standing there, I thought, wow, this really represents our darkness in life with the tank top and the color that we all have the ability to experience was this giant rainbow tulle skirt. And so I felt so empowered in that day wearing that color and that darkness at the same time that I wanted other women mm -hmm. um, you know, all over the world to feel that feeling. And so I decided to share my skirt and I boxed it up and sent it off to the first person in Washington. And now the skirt's going to 52 homes in 52 weeks across the United States. And women are telling their stories about how they're showing up from within the darker places of life to connect with their color. So it's now- So they wear the same skirt, right? What's so that? They wear, the same, they wear the same skirt and then they tell the story, they take picture. How's it? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, um, you know, that they all wore the same pair of pants, but this is a skirt. And the twist is that every single person pairs it with something black. We actually had a woman who made wings and she's wearing black wings with this beautiful um, mm -hmm. rainbow skirt. And so everyone's been really creative with it. And then um, we decided to add tribes, which are women's circles, and then trailblazers, which are single women um, who are all wearing a skirt of their own and sharing their stories. So it's growing yeah. at a global level. And it's really, it's been exciting to see how it's evolved. So you have some kind of a group where people share the stories and other can uh, appreciate them? A absolutely. We have a group. Um, uh, there's a link on my website and then there's a group on Facebook, the Tears and Tool Movement group, where uh, trailblazers and different people sharing skirts share their stories. And then you'll see me mm -hmm. post the original rainbow skirt. You can follow it in real time as it, mm -hmm. as it moves around the United States and Canada. And we already mm -hmm. have a waiting list for the third year. So year two is full already for women that are going to wear it. Mm -hmm. so, okay, that's, that's really wonderful movement. And you also mentioned about that People share the stories out of this darkness of life. You know, there is some darkness in life. How do you define the darkness in life? Oh my gosh, the darkness in life. I think that we all have darkness. And I think that when we try to pretend we don't have this darkness is where we, we get into trouble reconnecting with the color because it's important to let the darkness teach us something. So I, it's so hard when you're so close to a situation to allow that to happen, but it is possible. And the darkness can be different for all of us. It, it could be as simple and complex as being a mom and you know trying to help run a household and 
keep everyone healthy and safe and help them to be prepared to go out into the world, there is darkness and chaos in that. Mm -hmm. Or it can go all the way back to, um, you know, our history and how we grew up and different things that happened to us. So everyone's darkness is different, but in a way it's also all the same because we're, you know, as a planet all going through darkness together in a way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that makes sense so, yes yes so that's that's uh, really makes sense of course and you also mentioned that um, uh, your concept is that uh, in tough times women need help and we empower them and uh, for a good um, society men and women should partner and work together so kamran is also saying that <clears throat> in my imagination when men also get successful it's also about women because they are helping them you know Yes, we hear so many stories about women being behind the scenes, um, you know, helping to inspire. And, you know, I, I really think that it's all about partnership. You know, things can get really extreme, women's empowerment. And then, you know, um, we can kind of get blindsided that this is actually a partnership between men and women where uh, mm -hmm. there's so many possibilities for us to really mm -hmm. connect with each other. So there is another question about the movement you just mentioned. So you said, so Janet is trying to understand that how can uh, sharing our darkness help us? So are the women sharing the darkness or they are sharing the positive um, sides after darkness? Well, I think that in my opinion, <laughs> that this darkness we feel inside of us is so connected to fear. Um, and we grow up fearing so many things. And I think that for so many of us, we run from that fear, you know, in a different direction where we might do things that distract us through life or whatever. And I think that if we can slow down long enough to sort of turn around and face our fear. So our fear is like this big, scary monster that sort of hides under the bed or follows us through life and freaks us out when we want to go out and do important things or maybe someone's trying to start a business during the pandemic and they're terrified, you know, there might be different yeah. ways that fear shows up. And what I try to teach people and women is that when we can sort of turn around and face that and say, okay, I could make friends with this fear on some level so that I'm able to grow as a person, it changes things. So I have this idea that our, our fear isn't as scary as we think it is. So I teach people that fear is sort of like a chihuahua. If you think about your fear like a chihuahua, um, I call them fear chihuahuas, you can friend them just enough mm -hmm. and you can teach them new truths. So mm -hmm. a lot of the times our fear is yipping and yapping mm -hmm. and it's you know keeping us from going out into the world. But if we can slow mm -hmm. down, sort of say, okay, I have the ability to friend this fear, even if it's just for a moment, and tell that fear chihuahua new truths and always mm -hmm. name that chihuahua something good and something positive. So like I have the chocolate chihuahua that helps me do podcasts with people when I'm nervous. So I teach that chihuahua mm -hmm. new truths. So when we can sort of friend our fear, which is really our darkness inside of us and get to know it a little better and say, okay, mm -hmm this is the chihuahua that's showing up this week it takes away a little bit of that monster under the bed idea that our fear mm. is something 
very, very scary. And I think when we can connect with it on a, on a deeper level where it isn't as threatening, we have the ability mm -hmm. to grow through that darkness then and oh. allow it to mm -hmm. show up, connect with it, and then keep moving. We get stuck. We forget. We think the fear is yeah. the biggest thing. <clears throat> I don't think the darkness and fear is the biggest thing. I think it has the potential to mm -hmm. help us grow. So as I and, understood, I, I may be wrong with that. Okay, fears are part of life and we should not run from it. We should accept right. them and then try to move forward. Uh, so Farman is asking that, what are the benefits that society will get from empowering women and what are their impacts? He's just trying to oh. understand this. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> when, we, when we empower women, we are letting every child, every little girl, especially in the world, realize that she has the potential to connect with her dreams and make the world a more productive, more magical. The, the possibility for change is endless. When we empower women, I'll give myself as an example. When my daughters see me um, at a photo shoot, running down the road in a rainbow tool skirt with my hair flying around and me just connect, literally chasing my dreams. They then have all this space to connect with the, the magic that they have inside of them. Mm -hmm. So when women can go out in the world and set an example, the impact, it's, it has the ability to be so big and so beautiful. And I think that when others help make space for that to happen, um, you know, we really are changing the world together. Mm -hmm. That's that's wonderful. Um, uh, so far, um, we have we have discussed about women women's empowerment and how you believe that you can help other people, and also about working voluntarily, uh, uh, about friending fair. We have also discussed about remembering your true color and not comparing from other people, right? Everybody is unique. And then we thought, okay, we have to find our own unique, authentic speed. And then speed can vary in different phases of life when the kids are small, when the kids are grown up. Uh, so now we are moving towards the second half, the last part of our show. And uh, it will be great if viewers can ask more questions, especially the women viewers, lady viewers, and also everyone, everyone we can, can ask. So... I think uh, we have a question. Uh, Umar Farooq is asking how women, especially in uh, Asia, um, uh, can be more empowered. Although, in my opinion, the ratio of women is in Asia is more and more involved in education and health sector. Uh, yeah, those are really that's a really good question, and I think that there it's important to remember that we need to consciously create space to connect with our deepest color, with our dreams, with, I think we could get really busy sometimes with, um, with our careers and with different, different things that pull our energy and pull our time. And I think it's important that we stay focused on connecting at a deeper level level for listening to those tiny whispers that have mm -hmm. great wisdom in them. And so 
I think just pausing, just taking that one step, and it might seem like that's a simple thing to do, to pause and listen mm -hmm. for that sort of inner wisdom, that whisper. But I think it's, it's important to remember who we are at a deeper level. And I think that's a really important mm -hmm. part when we're talking about women's empowerment to pause mm -hmm. and listen. And it might just be the faintest sound, the faintest whisper in our hearts, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of importance yeah. in that. Mm -hmm. I think that's a wonderful tip, especially because the women are doing so many things, especially when they are also running, having the career, also being the mom. But the tip you gave about making the pause and think about listening to those slightest voices in your mind, actually, it's it's so good also for the men, and especially this time when the coronavirus has a because of this lockdown, people have got this natural pause. Many people lost their jobs. Many people are working from home at a different pace, and then they can also realize that how fast they were moving. Uh, in certain career, but they are going actually away from their original dreams and they can pause and reflect on their original dreams or their own passions and try to think about uh, where they can go from here now onwards and start planning for that. Um, there can be a lot of uh, online courses. They can be they can search um, on Google on YouTube about their passions, how they can change. You know, and I think in these days also. There's a lot of trend about e-learning and new kinds of professions will come. And when millions of people are jobless at because um, of coronavirus, um, things will definitely change. And the, 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 the working model and economy will change. Also, you can share something about uh, how every, how's everything in, in, in Florida. Um, I'm sorry. How's everything yet uh, in Chicago because of the lockdown? Yes. Uh it's so interesting around here because Chicago is such a fast paced uh, community and to see things slow down has been, uh, uh, you know, a little eerie at times and just mm. being home with my family and seeing what so many people in the world are going through right now, that whole listening to that whisper in your heart idea, I think that it's more important than ever to sort of be able to pause and uh, sort of face fear and then listen for the whisper that you're hearing because there are some, I think, amazing things that can come out of us all sheltering in place. And I really mm -hmm. believe that there are opportunities for people to grow in ways they didn't realize were possible when life was moving at such a fast paced speed. So mm -hmm. for so many of us, we move at a speed that isn't our own over and over and over again. And now we've sort of been forced in a way to slow down. And so I think it's, it's really important to pay attention in those spaces, even if they like feeling bored, for instance, like if people are so used to working some corporate job where they're gone all the time, and now they're home and, you know, they're wanting to sort of keep themselves busy, that it's important to pay attention to the boredom because the boredom is something we feel when we're little, when we're little kids, mm. we get bored and we have to sort of find ways to occupy our time and space. So I think as adults, going back to that feeling of boredom, like I'm so bored is mm. in important because that's when you can hear that whisper that um mm -hmm. wisdom that might be saying something completely different than 
the path that you thought you were on when the world was moving at a much faster pace. So I mm. think there's uh, there's space for some really cool things to happen. Yes. So that, these are very good tips, actually. Um, one of the things is that there was a research I just uh, read that 90% of the time we are doing just automated tasks. Like our routine, we get up in the morning, pitch time, we brush our teeth, we do the breakfast, we take the specific train at a specific time, we go to the office, do the daily tasks, take lunch, go home, watch television and sleep. So we are not doing unautomated tasks, like about pausing, thinking where our, where our life is going, what were our plans? What are we doing? Are we growing? We're just following a set of routines, you know, and these kind of sometimes these breaks are sometimes, of course, this this kind of a lockdown situation now is has a negative impact. People are dying also. But on the other hand, for others, it can be, it can be an opportunity also to reflect on yourself and, and finding your true colors, finding your authentic speed. Uh, and it's also for the men equally, not just for men, it's for the men, for everyone, right? So we are, we are just heading towards last few minutes or last 10 minutes of the show. I will encourage people to ask their questions. Uh, those who joined, uh, I will tell that Vina is a mother of six children who are growing up. And you can share about your um, relationship with them. Now they are already between 16 and 22. They must be proud of you, right? Because you're helping so many other women. Um, yeah, I think that they they are really proud of their mom. And what's kind of cool is this idea of women's empowerment has just become normal around here, which mm -hmm. doesn't always happen in households, you know, all, all the time. So it's kind of neat that that's sort of become their regular in, in life that, you know, women's empowerment is important and that there's nothing wrong with a woman following her dreams or saying no to things in life that don't make her feel really alive mm -hmm. or centered and, you know, being able to stand up and set that kind of example, even when my laundry's not mm -hmm. done or my dishes are in the sink or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever chaos might be coming through a house with eight people mm -hmm. in it. Um, you know, I think that that has become more normal for them and that's not necessarily how we always grow up. So it's cool to see how I'm sort of changing history in a way with my own kids and how hopefully yeah. they'll continue to grow and evolve and be able to uh, teach their own children one day if they decide to have children. So mm, wonderful, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm sure they will be proud of you. And also your husband will be proud of you. So another thing about women empowerment, sometimes uh, it's misunderstood something between women standing against the men or, or or is it something that they will really help men and women and men can help each other? So there's a confusion. Some people think that, okay, women empowerment means just stand up, women should stand up and they work against the men or something like this. So what's your call about it? Yes, that's something I like to talk about when we're talking about women's empowerment is that it really is a partnership between men and women. And it could end up being... Uh, you know, people could get really extreme with this idea of feminism and, you know, be against the man and women have to, you know, power through and be bigger and, and better in some way. And I don't, I don't believe that at all. I think that when we work together, there are so many amazing men in the world that are standing with women and uh, 
really helping them to make a space to to mm -hmm. go out and share their gifts i think that we would be unstoppable then so i don't think it's women against men um in my eyes anyway in my opinion mm -hmm. i think that we're mm -hmm. so much more powerful and we have so much more potential to spread love if we're working together mm -hmm. I think that's that's wonderful messages that you gave today. I think uh, for the viewers also about we talked about women's empowerment and we talked about how the empowered woman can be a better mother, can be a better wife, can be better in in career also in every way. And it's all about uh, working together. Uh, and everyone is unique. And we talked about that every one is unique. Every man, every woman is unique. And uh, there is nothing as ideal mom. And you, we should not compare to other people. Everybody has its own pace in her own capabilities. So when I say that we have last 60 seconds, uh, okay, we have uh, another question. Um, Ohadia from Frankfurt, Germany is asking, it is always uh, good to hear from strong and intelligent women making all the difference. So she is appreciating uh, from you. That's beautiful, thank you. Thank That's, you, it takes yeah. an empowered woman to, an empowered woman to leave a comment like that so thank you yes i'm sure she's she's also very talented and you know because you're you had six kids and still you worked uh, 10 years and helping non uh, in non-profit organization you helped other women to empower you supported your husband so it's a wonderful story so in, if if i say we have last one minute or last two minutes and you want to give one good message to our viewers especially in in, in germany or other countries what will you say um, I'm going to leave with a quote by Vincent Van Gogh, and um, I'm just paraphrasing it, so I'm not sure it's 100% exactly how it goes, but um, it's that if you hear a voice inside your head say, I cannot paint, then by all means paint, and that voice will be silenced. So when we, when we feel the fear and we show up in the world anyway, um, we become stronger and more capable to continue showing up to sort of live in that that place outside of our comfort zone. You've got property there. You just don't Excellent. know. Excellent. <laughs> yes, that, that's the wonderful thing. So, friending the fear. Uh, if there is something fair, just do it, and then it will be done, and you are uh, one step ahead. Wonderful message. I think all the viewers really were at our show. Uh, we discussed a lot of different things and uh, thank you very much for coming to the show. It was a pleasure having you and thank you all the viewers who watched our show and that's it for today and stay tuned uh, um, to my channel. Uh, goodbye. I think we have a last question. Elias <laughs> uh, from Manchester is asking, uh, hi Gina, do you, any, uh, do you have any setup in Pakistan or India? Uh, uh, so she is working voluntarily in US, but she says, do you plan to to do something positive in uh, developing countries also? So um, we have trailblazers as part of my Tears and Tool movement that are showing up in different places in the world. So I would absolutely uh, love to see women show up from anywhere in the world and share their story. So if you have a story to share, we'd love to hear it. So for that, what we will do is that we will put a link in the comments from your website, from your Facebook group, so that people can
feel inspired and they can join your movement that will be great and thank you very much again and thank you for all the viewers to 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 watch the show bye bye bye